Hi, I'm Carl Austin. I'm co-founder and managing director of KDAWS. Hi, I'm Dean Krauss, co-founder and technical director of KDAWS. Guys, good to be chatting to you today. So first of all, very obvious first question, what is it that you do? We are a specialist hosting provider that works with digital agencies and digital teams within larger businesses to help them streamline their web hosting needs for their clients or for their applications. That's a very concise answer. I like that. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so what does that look like in terms of the more, more kind of specifics and I guess the kinds of businesses that you work with? Yeah, we work, as I say, we work with digital agencies. So that's digital marketing companies, software developers, web design agencies being the most obvious and largest market there to provide them with hosting for their client websites. If they've got a website for a client, it needs to be on the web somewhere and we provide the infrastructure to make that happen. I find this quite interesting because obviously I'm involved in podcasting and every podcast has to have audio hosting in the same way that every website has to have web hosting. But of course, the end user has no idea where it's hosted, nor do they particularly care. So um, it's an interesting subject and there are some, some parallels there. There's a lot of different options when it comes to things like web hosting. What is it that you kind of feel makes you different? Well, we like to actually get to know our customers. Right. And we would like to have the relationship with them like they have with their clients instead of them just being a number or a payment going into a bank account. How how does your approach differ from 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 other kind of similar companies? As Dean says, we like to get to know our customers and build relationships with them, and quite often that involves being quite deeply embedded with their team. So we'll work with various team members um, we'll join their internal Slack channel, their Discord channel if they need us to. So we're not just relying on telephone support or email support. We'll literally talk to our customers wherever they are. So that even includes WhatsApp, Skype. We do what we can to make it as easy as possible for them to work with us rather than forcing them down a specific route. It's more work for us, but it's less work for them, which is our ultimate goal. That's really refreshing to hear, actually, because um, this, is, this is the kind of service that often people just pick, you know, the cheapest that's available and they never know anything about the, the web hosting service that they're using. So really refreshing to hear you say that. I have it on fairly good authority that you're now, is it 23 years that you've been uh, up and running? Yeah, in November will be 23 years, so quite a long time. Although I think we first registered our domain name in the April, so it's very close to... Uh to 20, 23, 23 years, years. idea yeah i think in the in the digital space that's pretty much like that's a lifetime in dog years isn't it so um yeah that's that's incredible literally um, half my life <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean kind of talk us through the 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 background then because i guess 23 years ago when you were getting involved in this yeah that's a relatively new thing well carl and i have known each other since god how long is it now um 1994 possibly so yeah, an age ago. <laughs> um, I also have a family business, which is a hobby shop and it has a website. Back in the day, uh, I was making a site for my dad and the web hosting was rubbish and I couldn't find any. What, what were you doing at the time? Um, at the same time, I was working on a website, which was a local directory for the uh, county of Lincolnshire and it involved building a search engine for that. So we were looking for web hosting that had at the time, which was very new, PHP and MySQL, which is a database server. And the hosting options in the UK were terrible, so we had to host it in America. And 
even then, the options weren't great. So between the two of us, we decided, well, how hard could this be? There must be a better <laughs> solution. And we couldn't find it within the UK. So why not make a better solution? That's a, it's a, a great a great reason. I love how organic that um, that is. I, I, I love it when um, stuff pops up on on Twitter and on you know other kind of social media feeds, which is where people do like, oh, this was the first version of Google from way back when, or this is what Amazon looked like when it was first launched. And you think, blimey, how much you know some of those sites have changed. And it's a reminder of just how much this entire space has has changed. How have you seen things change? And this is a question to both. How have you seen things change in the time that, that you've been in the industry? Oh, wow. That, yeah, I mean, things have changed massively. We've got all sorts of different technologies now. Obviously, back then, you were just looking at PHP and MySQL, and everything was pretty much Apache um, with fairly insecure shared hosting, if we're honest, back then. Yeah, yeah. But technology's moved on now. I mean, our typical shared hosting isn't what it was 20 years ago. There's a lot more isolation between customers. It's using modern technologies like virtualization to keep things secure. And I mean, the security side of things has come on leaps and bounds. There's technology now that we just couldn't even dream of back then, or it would just been far too slow to run it. Yeah, I, th I think from my side, it's the actual physical hardware of it because I'm, I'm the geek of that side. Right. I love the uh, the computers and all those bits, the servers, and seeing how the servers have developed from our first server, which, gosh, f to what you get now, where the servers before where the hard drives were just in the server, now you don't even get spinny hard drives. All the storage is distributed among plenty of other servers. It's just everything's completely changed since when we first started. When things did go wrong, we used to have to drive down to London to fix them. But now, because everything is um, cloud-based yeah. and distributed, it's so much better for us. And it's better for the clients at the end of the day as well. And only five minutes up the road here in Sheffield as well. Which is which is brill. We're going to talk about um, localness um, a little bit a little bit later on. That was, I mean, I kind of love hearing people reminiscing about stuff like that because we we forget just how quickly things change and how quickly once something's moved on, you just forget about it. Even stuff like you know mobile phones that we were using twenty years ago, unrecognisable compared to now. The first time I ever heard the phrase cloud storage, and I was like, "What on earth are you talking about?" And like you know, now it's just it's it's laughable. The first computer I had the storage that it had on it now would literally be one file worth, maybe in <laughs> in cloud storage. Um, how challenging is it to kind of keep up with the changes within the industry? And I guess I'm, I'm specifically kind of thinking there in terms of the security, because, you know, the, the, those threats are becoming more and more developed every every day. And, um, you know, we, we know that there are people out there trying to take sites down for whatever motivation all the time. So how difficult is that? Oh, it is a challenge. I mean, we're quite fortunate. We work with a vendor called Cloud Linux. We've worked with them since they were formed, however many years ago that was now. And they provide us with security software that allows us to isolate websites to stop one website infecting another if they do get infected somehow. But the ultimate aim is we stop that happening. But we do see it when design agencies are bringing sites over from other hosting companies that the website's already been infected. It's got some sort of malware on there that either sending out email or it's taking the database or 
it's got a back door on there that's just allowing someone to get in at any moment they choose. Um, and that's quite often we see that, that there might be 200, 300 files on a WordPress site that somebody had no idea they were there. And our system just lights up like a Christmas tree as soon as we pull it onto there. So we are fortunate in the vendors we work with. Uh, when we started 20 odd years ago, we just couldn't dream of that. Security was so basic. In fact, we were back in sort of the trusted days of the web where everybody trusted each other pretty much. So security was kind of an afterthought a lot of the times in people's systems. I think security back in those days was really a backup. <laughs> it was if something did get hacked, it was just restored. There was there was nothing else or nothing to stop it actually getting infected where right. these days we have a whole suite of software which helps us run everything like that. Is there um, a, a kind of a particular size of client that you work with? We're looking at sort of small to medium digital agencies. That's anywhere from sort of four or five staff up to 50 or 60. We find once people get to that point, they tend to be taking on several of their own technical staff and they like to do things in-house. I mean, you can't avoid the £800 gorilla in our space, which is Amazon Web Services. If people are building really complex applications that are going to get millions and millions of visitors, then of course, something like Amazon's appropriate for them. But for a lot of people, it's just more expensive than what they need yeah okay so um you know anyone who kind of fits that criteria in terms of you know five to 50 sort of level of um of of staff that that kind of likes the stuff that we've been talking about will we, we will um i'll ask you about kind of contact details and stuff for people that want to get in touch a little bit later on a couple of things that i just want to ask about before that so climate i know this is something that that matters to you tell us a bit bit more about that yeah, I mean, we describe ourselves as being climate positive. So what a lot of companies will do, they'll just do the usual carbon offsets, etc. We go a little bit further than that. All our energy is renewable energy. The data centre we use uses 100% renewable energy. Our office uses 100% renewable energy. And then we go a step further, further. We look at what energy we've used, and then we also do carbon offsets for that same amount and we also plant trees to sequester that same amount so we're kind of going triple there we're not creating the carbon in the first place but then we're taking out twice as much as what we would have produced anyway because we feel it's, it's the right thing to do we're also before we started using renewable electricity we obviously accumulated quite a bit of carbon output being the business that we're in so we're actually paying that back in a way by also planting trees and doing carbon offsets to offset our past usage as well at the moment. That's amazing to hear. Um, I was involved in a, a, a podcast production um, a couple of months ago, actually, which was um, looking at the the kind of the climate impact of, I guess I'd call it, you know, web slash digital of stuff like um even the the impact of every google search that people do or every whatsapp that people send and the scale is huge so the fact that you're kind of ahead of the game on that i think is absolutely tremendous and we touched on this very slightly earlier on talk to me about kind of um how important local is for you well when we first started there wasn't really much options within the uk for for hosting so our servers were all in america yeah then as the internet started to mature there were data centers within london where we moved to redbus which was one of the big data centers there then we actually got the internet up north <laughs> <laughs> and we had some data centers in manchester so servers were then moved there and then eventually there's a company called ask for in sheffield and they got in touch with us to let the, let us know they were building a data center. So we sat down with the MD and we moved all our servers here. 
and it's good to actually have our servers near us for a, a start and also to actually keep the money within Sheffield instead of it going to big London corporations. Uh, we also like to connect with as many local businesses as we can just, just to get the name out and get to know people. Yeah, like Dean says, we're big fans of keeping money in the Sheffield and South Yorkshire region because it benefits everybody in the end. If we're going to compete with the likes of Manchester, Leeds and London, then we need to be buying local and helping each other grow. Spiral. I mean, I think, you know, so so you're, you're in a space where there's so many people that operate who are fairly faceless to see the way that you guys are doing it differently is fantastic to hear. It, it's always nice as well if you have got a local client where you can actually just pop around and actually see them and have the face-to-face meetings instead of Zoom. It's, it's always a bit more personal when you actually get to meet the people. It's so valuable, isn't it? It really is. So obviously we talked a lot about um, how things have changed over the last 22, 23 years. What about the future? And I, I guess uh, there's, this, this is a two-pronged question. One's probably easier to answer than the other. Um, what about the future of the business? What plans do you have? But also, what about the future of the industry? Any predictions, anything that uh, you expect to see over the, the next couple of years? Oh, wow. That's, a, that's, that's definitely a good one, that. In terms of the future of the business, we're looking to grow and to expand. We're not looking to get out of the business anytime soon. We're definitely wanting to grow and employ more people. In terms of the future of the industry, that's 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 a good one. I don't think anyone could have predicted 20 years ago that Amazon would be sort of the biggest company in the market. So <laughs> I would say from my side, for the hardware side, adaptation of ARM from uh, at the moment we use like Intel or AMD processors. I see ARM coming a lot into our industry at some point. What do you think about that? I think I think you're right. It's definitely going to get adopted more. It just depends on software vendors being on board with that. And that's going to result in even lower power usage, which is fantastic for us. It helps mm. us keep costs down. But the environmental impact of that as well is, is immense. Well, as to where servers go as well, they're just getting more powerful and more powerful. I wouldn't have dreamed of the amount of cores you can get in a CPU these days absolutely ridiculous no and the one benefit of that is we're looking probably by the end of the year or the end of next year so that people have a service with us called dedicated servers where they have their own complete server just dedicated to them they have the whole thing by the end of this year or the end of next year i think that'll be phased out because most customers just don't need that level of power so i think we'll pretty much have everybody on top of our cloud hosting platform by then it's certainly going to be interesting, isn't it? And see uh, see how things go. I think if we if we sit down here again in a couple of years, um, and uh, I'll I'll play you these predictions back, and, uh, <laughs> and 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 you can you can score yourself on uh, on how um, how you did. Um, last thing that I want to ask, and, and um, I, I touched on this slightly earlier on when I kind of you know we we talked a little bit about the sort of businesses that you work with. If there's anyone listening that thinks, do you know what? Actually, I fit that demographic, and I'm kind of on board with the way that you're doing things. I want to find out a bit more and maybe chat to you about you know possibly coming over and, and using your um using your services what's the best way for people to find out more and get in touch i mean our website's the obvious first step um kdaws.com um, or they can just search for us on google will appear in there and just get in touch with us either phone us email us however they want via one of the myriad of methods and we'll sort out a discovery call we're not hard sales we're not going to come into your office and just badger you until you buy something we're just there to basically sit and listen what you want to talk about we'll, we'll come and take your tea and biscuits there <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be part of the deal Brill. well guys thank you very much um it's been really good to chat love what you're doing and uh yeah the best of uh, the best of luck over the coming months and years thank you very much thank you